0: welcome back to the Generation Discipleship Podcast. My name's Jake. And I'm Jarrett. Yeah, and we're glad you guys are here. 2023, we're yes. here, and we're kicking off a new theme for the year, Live the Mission. But before yep. we get into that, um, I have a question for you. Sure. It's the end of January, mm-hmm. coming up to February. It's football season, Super yes. Bowl. Who do you think is going to take it? And it. Yeah. who do you think the MVP should be?
1: Uh, based on... What I've seen so far, I would have to say Cincinnati and Philly in the Super Bowl, Cincinnati winning it, Joe Burrow, the MVP. If it's what I want, San Francisco would win, and maybe Christian McCaffrey would be the MVP. Okay. But Philly and Cincinnati, in my opinion, are the two best teams right
0: now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I got nothing on it. Okay. Um, I had asked somebody, I'm like, hey, what should we do for our hot take on the podcast? And they were like, football. And I was like, great. Jared's going to have a great answer, and I'm going to have nothing.
1: <laughs> All the Cowboy fans already hate me from my comments last weekend. Oh, so. man.
0: Yeah, and then there was somebody in Next Steps wearing... Yeah. And yeah. I remember you in the sermon, you were like, the Cowboys, you want to just take that jersey off? And I looked over, and there was somebody in the corner wearing a Cowboys jersey. Did you know that?
1: Yeah, you know, I saw a few of them. So okay, okay.
0: I, I knew that was, my,
1: that was my hot take. I knew oh, okay. they would... Uh, uh, they'd be mad. And, of course, Sunday night, um, watching all the memes of, uh, on Instagram, all the memes of Cowboys fans during and after the game, yeah. like guys taking the TV out front and running it over as, oh as, the, as if the TV lost the game. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's entertaining. You. Yeah, so. why,
0: would, why would you not run over your $1,000 TV?
1: <laughs> Having said that about the Bengals and uh, the Eagles really quick, I've gotten like most of my picks in the playoffs wrong, so it's highly likely it will end up being the Forty Nineers okay. and the Chiefs. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is coming
0: out uh, at, like you said at the end of January, so it's going to be before the Super Bowl. Okay, good. good. So this is definitely going to be out there. People All might right. give you a hard time yeah. for this. Who I'm knows? ready. I'm ready. To bring it. Uh, on. We have like two people listening, so yeah. <laughs> um, it's going to be great. Um, well, yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, my thought is to you know you're you're giving the the sermon series mm-hmm. here at the first part of the year and really setting the trajectory for us as a church yep. uh, for Live the Mission and really diving deep into some stuff, which has been really cool. Um, but I think it'd be cool here to kind of give the backstory, like yeah. why. What's the why? What's yep. the reason why are we doing yep. this?
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of it goes back to uh, years ago, um, back when Jen and I moved from North Carolina. We were here in Raleigh. We were in a church. It was a, it was a good church. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know anybody that wasn't following Jesus. Like, yeah. everybody... Uh, even the guy who worked on our air conditioning like all of them were christ followers which is not a bad thing but we just didn't know i played softball with church guys basketball with church guys everything was in that context and so we moved out of that we moved up to uh, the toronto area and we didn't know what it was going to look like i mean all i ever knew of church was sunday morning and that and you know sunday night wednesday night baptist world but i didn't know anything outside of gathering in the building and so we moved up there and we knew we wanted to do something different. We knew we had to live uh, this thing out differently because the majority of the people there yeah. were not that we were going to know we're not going to be followers of Jesus. And so we moved up there. We really began to live that out and wrestled with the tension of having a lot of really good relationships of with people who I was, we were pastoring, but then also a lot of great relationships with people we weren't. And one of the things we found in our time there was, uh, if we had to do all over again, we would have figured out a way to bring those relationships together, that ultimately yeah. the the vehicle to help people uh, come to know and follow Jesus is not going to be a building or service. It's yeah. going to be living the mission in the everyday stuff of life. And so that's kind of where we were at in Canada. And then we we moved back here, starting generation, I said this in the first week of the series, like... I just didn't think and I still don't think Clayton needs another church. Mm-hmm. And by that I mean I don't think Clayton needs another Sunday morning only gathering of Christ followers. If it's a church that's focused on helping people who are far from God come to a meaningful encounter with the gospel, mm-hmm. we need a we need tons of those. Yeah. But I knew coming here that we were looking to plant something, something different, something that was focusing on the mission.
0: Yeah, and I, um, this is like my sermon notes that I wrote down from your sermon, um, and I wrote down <laughs> Don't this. <quote> me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it says like I wrote down as you were going through your sermon, you were talking about believers, mm-hmm. and I wrote down like now what, and that's kind of what you yeah. were asking. Yeah, and um, I wrote down almost like in a series, like a progression. Yeah. I wrote down believers left in brokenness yep. with the spirit to do the work yep. to bring others to him. Absolutely. And I feel like that's like that was the heart. Yeah. You yeah, know, and,
1: and and that's it. I mean, like we're uh Paul talks about it in Corinthians, we are ministers of reconciliation. We've mm-hmm. experienced it and now we are tasked with the responsibility of helping others experience it as well. And again, that's just not going to happen. Not that it will never happen, but the exception to the rule is it happening in a Sunday morning yeah. service. It's relationships that Yeah, it's out. um that is where that happens. And if you think about it, if you were to think through what are the top five sermons I've ever heard in my life, we could probably list a couple. Uh, but if I said, what are the the top five most significant relationships in your life? Those would come a lot easier. And, and at the end of the day, like that's how this thing is really going to be lived out is relationally as we really care about and invest in the lives of the people that we have connections with. Um, that again are, are just not going to come here.
0: Yeah, and I, um, I just love like what, and it goes along with what you are saying, hundred um, percent. What Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew five, yeah, it gives us this beautiful picture. And I am not like a super invested Lord of the Rings fan. <laughs> uh, I am not. I am just not. But I do remember a scene from that movie where the the hobbits were walking towards a city, and it was a little bit on a hill. Okay, and it's like they were. It wasn't like they were overwhelmed by it, but like they could see it. Yeah. They knew it from far off, and they they had still at a a far distance to travel. Yeah. And Jesus gives us this picture in Matthew five that we're a city yeah. set on a hill, mm-hmm. and we cannot be hidden. can be hidden. And it's yeah. from the grace that He gives to us, and the Holy Spirit that it can flow out of us. That grace, that love. Yeah. And so, like, so I'm excited for what um, for what the next year is going to look like. In your in your mm-hmm. mind, what does that like what are you asking people to do? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, that this year, and honestly, I mean, this is this is the the vision, this is the identity of of generation, and um, it's just kind of stirring those waters again. Um, but that this year, everyone who calls himself a follower of Jesus, that generation is your home. I want you to invite at least two people this year to follow Jesus with you. Uh, now, when I say that, that doesn't mean. That your job is to convert them, mm, like it's yeah. to invite them. Yeah, um, the Holy Spirit's job is—he's uh, responsible for the outcome. I'm responsible for obedience. And I think we get discouraged and frustrated because we we confuse the roles. Like we we try to do the Holy Spirit's job instead of literally just, as Paul said, planting and watering seeds. Um, yeah. And but it's God that gives the increase. And so inviting people, not just not just random. I'm gonna talk about this a little bit Sunday, but. There's a guy that um and I think he means well. Um that posts up at the Starbucks on 70 mm-hmm. he's got the, you've seen the truck. Like oh, yeah. he's got all these, you know, Turner oh, yeah. burn, like all this stuff <laughs> invitation. And he's got yeah. I think it's like K Love or something that's yep. always blaring. Yeah, it's like a little and, Ford F uh, one Ford, yeah. <laughs> Ford Ranger, right? Like a little blue <laughs> yeah. Ford Ranger. I mean it's honestly he's well it's, intentioned. it's terrifying. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> it is hundred percent. I think he yeah. I think he ch- legitimately means well, but um Discipleship happens in relationship. You and I've talked a lot about this. Yep. And so if it happens in relationship, I, I I don't know what he thinks or people that do that think they're doing to yeah. move the needle for the kingdom. Yep. If anything, they're turning people who may be interested, they're turning them away because everybody yeah. coming in and out of, out of Starbucks is going, that's just weird. And But yeah. if you knew the guy... And you know his heart, you might be willing to listen to yep. to what he has
0: to say. And that's so a really good perspective on it, because yeah. some people are like, "Pop that guy's tire." I'm out. A hundred Yeah, <laughs> I've yeah. I've literally been in Walmart like walking out with Jude, and yeah. like, going to go get a toy or something, and with a, he was out front and the music was on, yeah, his yeah, outdoor speakers on, you could hear it. And I remember like a family being like, "What an idiot!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <laughs> and mean, thinking it, in my exactly. heart, like, "Oh man, that yeah. guy just he probably means really well, but yeah. like maybe the wrong way." <laughs>
1: but I think that's how a lot of us are going about this, you know, mm-hmm. we call it evangelism, but going out going about this where it's it's not investing in the relationships we have. It's yeah. like going and finding new relationships and as quickly as we can, you know, you know, confronting them with the gospel. And it's always cracked me up when you use the word confront with the gospel. The gospel's good news. Like you don't have to confront me with good news. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, tell me more. And I just think this year, if we could really identify the context that God has already planted us in the relationships he's already put in our lives and figure out what it looks like to take another step towards helping them see Jesus through our lives, but then inviting them yeah. uh, to take a step to, to follow Jesus. Maybe not the step may not even be that they're ready to believe, Yep. but are they ready and open to listen and hear and with an open heart pursue even understanding the life of Jesus?
0: Yeah. You, you, um, you hit the nail on the head uh, when you gave us the definition of a disciple. Like, if we can't define something, how right, are we going to carry g- it out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're never going to be yeah. able to carry it out. Yeah. And um, this is something I, even before coming to Generation, was something I believed to be true, which was really unique in in like yeah. the becoming here, yeah. because whenever I saw the definitions and the things that you right. guys were doing here, I was like, man, <laughs> it's like right on track with what I love. Yeah. Uh, and, and the definition we have for a disciple is someone who's following Jesus, becoming like Jesus, yep. and helping others do the same. And when we think of a disciple, like, that's it. But really, the definition of a disciple, when you yeah. come down to it, is like a learner. Yeah. It's a learner. Someone yep. who's following, who's yep. submitting, who's surrendering, yep. Yep. who's imitating yep. the person that they're they're following. Um, and so, and the goal is, you've said this, the goal is to have people follow Jesus, right. not generation. Yeah. Um, and so while we have things for people to get plugged in here, Absolutely. the goal is like an intimate relationship with the Lord. And so I think I have a question for you that yeah. kind of connects to um, what we're thinking here. And that is, do you like what, you know, what does it look like for us to invite someone to follow Jesus with us? Yeah. But what, at what where is the relationship with Jesus for us personally? Like, what, how important is that?
1: Yeah, I mean that's where it all flows from. Um, uh, this this weekend, Jen is going to be uh, speaking with me, so I don't know if this drops before or after that, but um, we're going to be talking specifically about that. Like it's from the personal connection and the personal relationship that yeah. we have with Jesus that that this whole thing flows mm-hmm. and this whole thing works. Um, we can't stay connected to god's mission can't stay connected to the mission of god if we don't stay connected to the god of the mission Mm -hmm. and so that becomes the the foundation if we're not connected with god honestly mission disciple making just becomes another legalistic check in the box that um uh that obviously we we don't want it to be and um and then you know and then from that you uh you 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 are with jesus and then you start to live
0: and do things for him yeah okay so now future thinking Mm you know we get to like november december of yeah. next year to the holiday season where everything's yeah. kind of coming to a, a slow down point yes. i mean it feels like it's speeding up but to a slow down yeah. point like we're getting to the end of the year what are you looking forward to in that moment Like maybe even yeah. this time next year what are you hoping to like see to feel to engage with yeah. like what are you hoping for uh stories yes. like i'm hoping that people
1: that uh call generation home that We get, you know, we have a cup of coffee and they're telling me stories, not even necessarily about my friend who gave their life to Jesus. Uh, Those are great. Those are obviously, those are the huge wins, but some pretty big wins are just people who've never shared their story before Mm -hmm. being able to say, like, I shared my story with this friend or this relationship has developed. Because I, you know, we say all the time, uh, the goal isn't to get people to generation, it's to get them to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so the generation benefits when we get them to Jesus, because the reality is when people begin to follow Jesus, Mm -hmm. one of the natural progressions is they're going to want to be around other people who are doing the same thing. And so when generation grows that way in a few years and, and we're continuing to grow and it's like, man, we're growing because, you know, Jarrett and Jake and Tom Schmidt and uh, Tim Baker and Shannon Dorsey, because of those relationships, uh, Jen and Ramey, because all, all those relationships have cultivated into inviting people to follow Jesus, and then now they want to come and be a part yep. of what we're doing on the weekend. Uh, that That's what really excites me. But yeah. the biggest thing is eight, nine, ten months from now, going into the end of the year, uh, stories of people who yeah. not only not only listened, but then responded, figured it out, and were able to invite people to follow Jesus with them.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. I'm excited for this year. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm uh,
1: eager to see what what uh, what the Spirit's going to do.
0: Yeah. Well, our last year, our theme was Devoted, yep. and we saw so much because we were so focused as a yes. church body yep. to get people plugged into community, to find, and not just like community because we want numbers, but community, right. like genuine, yep. extended family like carrying one another's burdens and we've seen that yep. happen over the course of this last year within you know our community groups within our gen kids area gen yep. students like there's so much community being built Absolutely. and so um, just love seeing that and then I'm excited for this year because yeah. we've, we have now this momentum yep. that we're building where we're carrying one another's burden it's like okay now you know you've said it Maybe maybe the stats are a little old, maybe they're higher now, but right. 60% of people are never going to come to this building. Yeah. They're never going to come here. Yeah. And so the work, and what we know to be true, is that even with that statistic from five years ago, yeah. it could be 50 years ago, yeah. the work is not here in this building. Right. The work's out in our neighborhoods, yeah. like you said. So yeah. it's like, let's get in our neighborhoods, our places of work, the everyday places yes. of life, uh, and present the gospel in a way that is meaningful. Yes. Not just a Roman's road, but a meaningful yes. encounter with the gospel. Yes. Um, and so... Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm Excited. excited. Well, that's it from us. All right. Until next time. Good deal. See you later. Sounds good.